Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome to the Geeked Up Sports Podcast, the number one sports podcast on the internet, uh, as rated by Zagat, you know, the food travel magazine. With me, as always, is your boy, Roy. Say what up, Roy. What up? It's your boy, Roy. And, of course, the young Spice Master. What up? Lex, what it do, what it is, what it be like, baby. And I'm your host, young Uzi, a.k.a. If I was a vampire, my skin would be shimmering right now. Cause the would sun- it be? See the sunlight? I got to watch out for that garlic you ate at lunch, too. Ooh. It's like, no. Had a punch <laughs> on. Okay, Ooh. let's get into it. Straight up, of course, with the NBA topics. Because, as we said last week, which I don't know, we were early on this or were we like... No, nah, I think we were pretty spot on. Like, we were it was like crazy. spot on with the time. Like, mm-hmm. NBA's coming back. Like we said, the 22 teams uh, in July 31st. Is that right? Is that the right um, one? July 31st, June 31st. Yeah. Oh, right so there. they're going to resume the season on July 31st. Uh, the League Board of Governors and the Players Union of both uh, had approved that last week. I think it was on Thursday or something like that. So the speculations are that they're going to be playing inside the Walt Disney world's espn mm-hmm. wide world of sports complex so you can just imagine how huge that is i remember um, going to disney world as a kid and i wanted to go to the wild world of sports and then my parents were like that's a whole extra ticket fuck you we're not going to that <laughs> shit sounds about right i skipped yeah. disney world i went straight to universal studios you know parents, why? i just didn't want to go to disney world or universal disney was more fun the rides were a thousand I, times better <laughs> The park is big as fuck, though, man. It is. You know, get tired. I mean, it's, but... not, it's wrong for them to call it a park. It's like five fucking parks. Literally five fucking parks. Yeah, it's parks. like five parks. It's fucking crazy. Right. Yo, funny story from Disney World back in the day. My only thing my parents told me about like going to Disney World is like, yo, we were so broke. All we had you guys do was just sit outside in an arcade and just play the games. So what? We went to the world and you were like, satisfied. <laughs> yo, satisfied Wait, as fuck. Like outside of the park? Outside of the park. Went to the arcade or whatever and then dipped. No, what? Yo, so like you can literally see the castle like, <laughs> in the distance. Hey, bro, kids are ignorant. But like, yo, this is Disney World. No, 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 no. Don't pay attention to that shit. Don't worry about that. No, no, you're no, good. You're fine. good. You're good. You're happy. That's, that's a that's a painting that's on a wall. That's like perspective. Don't worry about that. This is the park. But like a super random fact about Walt Disney is that no one. I think it was like no one has ever died there because they have yeah. people that are disguised as like uh, paramedics and stuff like that that will like. Yeah, yeah literally drag you out and mm-hmm. then you probably die like yeah they they like, right wow. outside of that yeah. shit like they've i don't know about the disguise thing i know they've had paramedics and stuff or at least they i think they if they need to they can have a paramedic take the body but they're not allowed to call time of death in the park they have to wait until they're off the fucking premises then they can call them dead yeah it's that's fucking wild. Crazy. what's another um interesting fact about walt disney uh, all uh he's their- frozen huh He's frozen under, under oh yeah, his, yeah he's frozen yeah his head's frozen or something he's not actually dead he's cryogenically frozen <laughs> i was gonna say they're uh all the employees and stuff aren't called employees they're called like cast members oh yeah i heard that yeah yeah, yeah. working for there is yeah it's, it's weird as fuck super apparently. weird they're called cast members they like have to like they have a certain like they can't use certain words or something like that maybe it's just like curse words or something which wouldn't be that weird but i think they have like a specific almost like a script they have to go off of yep very Super strange weird. gotta be actors but now it's gonna say he's an anti-semite so keep everything <laughs> that's yeah if merle we'll, me were, we'll give it uh, back to keep it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, i was gonna do it but i'm like ah he's not here so uh, <laughs> we're gonna fire off right now <laughs> not going to so but, uh, getting back to, get it. Back so into it, it is uh it is just orlando though that they're playing in right like it's just yeah. they're, they're not doing orlando and vegas it's just mm-hmm. all 
one location. Yeah, so they're going to do Orlando. Um, so July 31st, of course, the season starts. Um, August 16th and 17th, we'll hold a play-in tournament if necessary, you know, for teams that make it in that range of however many games they need to make it to during that eight-game um, eight game wrap-up that they have to end the season. The 18th will actually start the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, September 1st will start the second round of the playoffs and the finals will, will start on September 15th. Nice. Nice. So I think if we want to, I could just go through the, or if you want to go through, just so everybody's aware now what the actual set teams are, the 22 teams on the East and the West. If I could get the, do you have the list in front of you? Because you'd probably be even better at this shit. Yeah, I did. That's good. You got it. You got it, bro. Um. So, yeah. So, out of the eighth seed um, for the Eastern Conference, the only team that's going to be in competition for that would be the um would be the Washington Wizards. Um, but the way that their schedule is looking right now, out of those eight games, like to be honest and like to be speaking as a fan, I <laughs> only see them winning like one or two games out of that. So nah, bro, no, no, it's probably, John Wall's coming back. It's all good. John Wall's coming back. No, John Wall's coming back. He's gonna say today. It's gonna be John and Wall, Brad Beal. It's gonna be like twenty eighteen playoffs. That would be awesome. <laughs> but for the Western Conference finals for the teams that will okay. be in that competition for that uh for that AFC would be New Orleans, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio. That's actually like they were saying, uh so I think what it was it was you had to be within six um of the eighth seed, right? Yeah. The but the but the Wizards are the only team that's like I think they're fourteen games behind the eighth. Fourteen seed, from the eighth? Out mm-hmm. So what? I guess the rule only really applies, applies in the West. West. Yeah, the fourteen. F- <laughs> yeah, they're, they're well, like, what they would have to win like twenty six like, and forty right now. So they would have to win like what, like seven of the eight games, and the person in eighth would have to lose seven of the. So eight? they would have to have two games over Brooklyn, and I forget the the seventh C team, but they would have to have two games over them, um, in order to make the playoffs. And a quick fact, in order for Bradley Bill to win the scoring championship this season, um, if James Harden continues at, like, 34 points or whatever he's at, Bradley Bill would have to average, like, 66 points <laughs> in order to win the scoring championship. Yeah, you know, that's possible. Why not? Bro, that's okay. crazy. If you think about where Harden started off with. That's, that's true. Bad. Yeah, what did you say Harden was again? Uh, he's around like thirty, like thirty three points a game. Thirty four, like yeah, like thirty three, thirty. I mean, yeah, that is crazy because at one point uh, I think what he was at like forty three a game or something. It was on some stupid. It was Who's some that? crazy number. Like, what's his name? Fucking T Mac was out here saying like, "Oh, he's gonna average forty. He's gonna do it." And I was like, "Oh, that shit didn't work out." Nah, <laughs> that was right around the time like once that shit stopped, that's when like Russell Westbrook actually learned how to play basketball again. Yeah, <laughs> they started winning games, you know. Young Russ. Yeah, you know what? Hey, young just... young thirty year old Russ. Young thirty year old Russ who realized like, pull up threes aren't going to work out all the time. You know, like maybe not just jack up everything from nearly mid court. Like, man, stop doing that. Yeah. You got teammates, bro. Hey, you know what? When I'm double contested, maybe don't put maybe maybe dish it out. You know, I don't have to put it up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. I think so, obviously, if you're saying the, the West isn't going to uh, – the the Wizards likely aren't going to make the uh, uh, A seed in the East, the real competition is obviously in the West. 
I think out of the West, it really is, in my mind, I don't even really see, uh, like, the Pelicans or who are the other four teams, three teams that are – Pelicans, Suns, um, Trailblazers, Kings, and Spurs. Yeah, I don't see – really, to me, the only ones who could really take that eighth speed other than – Memphis, who is in the eighth seed, would be mm-hmm. Portland. That's the only other team that I see really competing and getting there. I don't see the Pelicans doing it. I don't see Spurs doing it. I don't see. I mean, Pelicans and Ingram were playing really good basketball before. I, I feel like one. I feel like this like eight eight game thing is realistically just going to be the playoffs. Like, I don't like they're going to turn it on. Like, especially for maybe not for the bigger teams, obviously, maybe not for them, but for those teams that are competing. I think they're going to basically play this like the playoffs, and I don't think their lack of experience is going to even is going to allow them to get to the playoffs. Which I feel like this eight game playoff for the or eight game right. stretch for them is going to feel like the playoffs. I do like that, like that they have um, such a good amount of time to like actually practice and like mm-hmm. work on what they need to work on, so yeah. if they need to adjust, you know, lineups or do whatever they need to do. Like they they will be, yeah. No team has an excuse, pretty much. Right, exactly. They got a solid two months to, to kind of prep. So, mm-hmm. you got that. Um, speaking of uh, prep time uh, or, or, like, time before this basketball stuff starts up again, uh, KD will be uh, officially, by the start of the season again, it will be 400 days since, I think there was some numbers, like 400 days since uh, yeah. he last played when he uh, – it was an Achilles injury, right? Yeah, he last played on the game five of the 2019 finals. finals. So it'll be 400 days since he last played. Um, Obviously, tons of speculation that uh, he could possibly return for this and that Kyrie could also come back because now he had been out for the what would have been the the equivalent of the finish of, of the end of the season. So technically, they're both in medical shape to come back or whatever. Uh from day one, I knew this wasn't going to happen because I'm like, that's just the dumbest idea ever to have a guy who hasn't played in 400 days come back and you're basically going to have him start in the playoffs, which is right. Stupid. Especially for a guy who had an Achilles injury, which is significant, and especially for his play style and how unique he is in being a seven-footer with that kind of handle. It's going to be just interesting to see how he moves with an Achilles injury now. Like, there's no guarantee. He's not a DeMarcus Cousins where DeMarcus Cousins was – he's not getting up and down like that, so the Achilles isn't that big of a deal for him. Kevin Durant moves. So, like, Achilles is going to be – it could be a factor in how he plays now. But Yeah, because, so like, I, I never you got to think about, like, the mental aspect of that, yeah. just like with players like Derrick Rose and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like these guys are 100%, but they're not 100% in their mind. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And I especially mean, with him – You're not – like, I think after 400 days mm-hmm. and – what you're saying is true. Like he's not gonna play in this season because like, right. that doesn't make any sense. Right. But in terms of next season, that man's getting like such a great rest, man. Way yeah. better. Like so much time off, and all you got to do is just get reacclimated. I think he'll be fine. Um. But yeah, that's for everybody that's getting injured or just coming back injured now. Like Kyrie, yeah, mm-hmm. not gonna be playing. Yeah. Fucking who else? Oh, I just saw a fucking rumor about Demarcus Cousins coming back maybe getting him signing with the heat for what, what? Like, especially crazy. him like bro <laughs> DeMarcus, cousins, demarcus cousins has been looking for a big contract for the past like four years it's not gonna happen though since he it left i know but like e- even then 
if he can possibly in the next season get signed to like some team that's not playing well, some team that has cap room, that isn't good, that maybe needs a big man, like what's his name is leaving Detroit, right? Uh, Drummond. He's probably out of Detroit, right? Still got Blake yeah. Griffin. Yeah. I mean, they still got Blake Driven, but Blake they, didn't they trade Dr- Drummond they, plays for the Cavs? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, I, I fucking, I'm not gonna pay attention to the Cavs of Detroit what they're doing. I just know Drummond wasn't in Detroit anymore. But like, they could pick up Demarcus Cousins. Like, they need a big now. So if he has the opportunity to go get some kind of decently big contract, it won't be a hundred million, whatever, two hundred. He's not gonna get that. But like, the dude's been basically playing on what? Like, he's made maybe fifteen. 20 million at most over the past two four years mm-hmm. yeah, especially when him crazy signing that veteran when he was literally last. at one point the best big man in the league yeah like so i'm sure he's just looking for a dude i need a payday so he why the hell would he compete in this shit risk injury again especially when it doesn't matter when he's gonna go to some bullshit team that's probably not gonna make the playoffs he, anyway. he's not he's not gonna go to a good team oh he's not gonna get that money that that money is not coming regardless, unless I don't especially think, like, not in the million if you, money. If, but you don't think that like a if, team like Detroit would pay him like fifty million dollars for three years? Hell no. But if it was the I NFL, know. if it was like the NFL where they don't have you know unguaranteed contracts and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. that's something where yeah, we can give you incentives and then you can use those incentives. I, I've just seen money, so many. I've seen right so many bad contracts in the NBA that I'm like, why wouldn't they? They gave Chandler Parsons like 150 million to go fucking play like half of like the games in memphis sour 16s man but like all of basically the nba teams are getting smarter i mean like, they are through all, through all these fuck-ups they're all getting smarter and realizing especially with the covid stuff going on mm-hmm. the cap is going to be fucked up for like the future not even just next season but the future so and even like didn't he come back and like get re-injured like yeah. for the warriors or something like that so i mean like yeah. he's very injury he, he came back he you know came back and then started in the playoffs, like, for the first time since uh, – no, yeah, he, 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 he was originally injured um, in the offseason, didn't play at all, played in the playoffs, got re-injured. Then the Warriors let him go. L.A. picked him up. He got injured in the offseason for L.A. L.A. released him. He never played any minutes for the Lakers. He sat on the bench for the Lakers, so. He sat on the bench for the Lakers. Actually, maybe we still have him. I don't fucking know. Yeah. He, a, it was just a just a rumor, just a thought in general for that. Um, fuck out of here! He ain't playing. He ain't playing. Nah. Yeah, I, I, I just think like, in general, especially with KD, like yo, he literally one of the things everybody was saying was like they rushed him back into the playoffs. Bro, and they he, rushed Cousins back too. Just like yeah. you brought that back right back to my head. Like yeah, fuck all that shit, man. Yeah, the reason they, why they, the they Warriors got rushed Kevin Durant back, he pops his fucking Achilles. You think he's now gonna take the risk of? Oh yeah, I'll rush myself back. I'm not really rushing himself back, but like I'm gonna come back for, to play in what is probably, again, a worthless fucking series because the Nets still, I don't believe, would make it. I don't, I don't believe they, they're – like, in terms of what Kevin Durant's goals are, which would be championship, they ain't making it. Yeah, no, no they're definitely not getting yeah. a championship this yeah. year. And, I mean, like, he's saying that he doesn't – well, I mean, from the quote that I'm getting from him, the quote he said was, I don't think I'm ready to play that type of intensity right now mm-hmm. in the next month. Gives me more time to get ready for the next season and the rest of my career, which I think is a very smart move on his end. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to mess with something like an Achilles, especially like when you're, you know, you, I mean, you have to use your legs and right. he needs to elevate for dunks. I mm-hmm. mean, even with his jump shot and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not winning a championship this year. I mean, just, yeah. just let it go. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, especially, like I said, with his style of play, he's a seven footer that can move. It's, it's 
just better to start at the beginning of a regular season just to kind of see, all right, what's my actual game speed with this now being my new ankle or whatever, or my new yeah. Achilles? Like, can I play the exact same way I did before? Or are there things about my game I kind of got to adjust a little bit, which inevitably happens with, like, age and injury. That happens to every athlete. So it's just smarter to do that when you can do it at the beginning of the season and then when you're 40 games in, understand, like, all right, this is what I got to do now, rather than eight games into this season, this weird thing and then, oh, now we're immediately playing playoff speed? Fuck out of here. Yeah, no, nah, it's just it's not a smart move. But what was a smart move was done by the great original fuck them kids, Michael Jordan, <laughs> and the Jordan brand is is donating a hundred million over the course of ten years to race equality and education incentives. Yeah. Hey man, Jordan doesn't get a lot of love for like his philanth- uh, philanthropy philanthropy. But I mean, yo, hundred million. That's that's real money. That's that's like big time like that's like fuck you money for charities. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah and it's crazy considering it's coming from Jordan. I yeah. mean, it's not crazy per it's se. It's not crazy. He's done people it before. Do, you know, I mean, no, but like, like, like if you watch Jordan doc, they bring it up. Like mm-hmm. Jordan not did not stick up for North Carolina when they had this racist uh, right. or whatever. Right. He's the same guy that said Republicans buy shoes too. So yeah. it is a man <laughs> in his 50s growing and saying, hey, I'm going to stand up for, yeah. you know. I mean, a I mean black community. you gotta open your eyes, bro. Cause I mean, like, I was mm-hmm. looking at this video on YouTube yesterday, and it was showing like some of Jordan's like most random dumb purchases. This dude has like a yacht that is so big it has to accompany like a crew staff like at yeah. all times. There's like seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars a week yeah. just to keep it running. Yeah, this I mean, that's man a lot has of like has the ele- elephant over. print on it. Like, yeah. he has a custom Air Jordan 3 plane, bro, that fits, like, 16 people. I mean, of course he does, because, I mean, it's the, the three it's is, like, the best one, so, I mean, it makes sense. Is that, it was, was it a black cement or a white cement helicopter? Um, it was, like, it was, like, a white cement, and then I think he actually changed it to, like, Carolina blue. Fuck. That's yeah, so that's that like, fuck you that's money that's right there. It's a stunt. That's a stunt. Yeah, you know what I'm just wondering who I just wonder who bet him saying that uh he wasn't about to donate. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you won't yeah, do it. Like, uh, I saw that Watch meme it. where it's like uh this is that picture of Kanye West where it's like Kanye West donates a million dollars of the thing, and it's the picture of Jordan from the Jordan doc, and he's looking at the camera with a cigar and he's like, It became personal for me. Yeah. That's what he's about. I don't have a problem with gambling. I have a problem with competition. That's right. <laughs> so he does. Really? Speaking of the Jordan doc real quick, uh, I finished the Jordan doc now. And I think Bye. now we've all finished the Jordan doc um, on this podcast. Uh, so just my overall quick thoughts about it. Uh, I like, I still never had LeBron over Jordan. I never had him like over there. I, I think from my list that we said like a couple weeks ago or last week or whatever, I have Bron at three. I, I still have Kareem over him. Um, to me, the documentary just solidified that position that he's the greatest of all time. And it, if anything, it made the gap wider between like him and LeBron. Cause there's mm-hmm. just like, there's so much stuff that Jordan did and he was the first to do it that it's kind of impossible for LeBron to even like when they talk about like, Oh, LeBron's had like cameras around him since he was 16. And it's been crazy. It's like, yeah, Jordan kind of had a similar thing coming out of North Carolina. He was a super high draft pick, started in, only until he hit that one shot. 
Man, man, he was number three pick. He was the number three pick. He had a lot of attention. But then it's like once he started playing super well in like his rookie year, all of a sudden like the Chicago Bulls are becoming relevant. Like, like, and then it escalates to the point where now he's like going around the world and has like crowds of French people fucking walking around him. I ain't never seen no crowd of French people around LeBron. I ain't never seen that. Show me a crowd of French people and then I'll like give you some credit. But until then, until I see a crowd of French people around LeBron, Jordan <laughs> still number one. Still number one. But now beyond that, just like there's so much shit that he did that I just like, I guess this is also going to be obviously biased because I'm a Kobe fan and Kobe emulated Jordan. There's just so many more things about uh, uh, Jordan's personality and the way that like he conducted himself or like the way he played that I like a lot better than LeBron. Like, the fact that LeBron said that, oh, this made me the greatest player in the world, and Jordan's never had to say that. He just lets everybody else say it. I like that. And, like, the way that LeBron says, like, I don't have to win another championship. I don't have to win anything else. I got nothing left to prove. My legacy is set. Blah, blah, blah. He's doing all that. Michael Jordan won six championships, did two three-peats, came back from retirement and won MVPs. And this in the, in the documentary was still, like, it's maddening to me that I didn't get to win seven. That's fucking nuts that you have that level of competition where you're like, you're better than everybody. You did what nobody else did. And he's still like, could have had another one. Fuck. Like that's, that's, I mean, I think it's funny that you say that LeBron saying that he can't do anything else. Like he doesn't need to win another championship. And that's, that's the same reason why Jordan left. What? What do you mean? In between that three peat, the same reason why Jordan left is because oh yeah, it felt as if there wasn't any competition. Or well, any I mean, there was I that, mean, and also, I mean, his dad was murdered. That was also probably a big part of it. Maybe, but I mean, at <laughs> his the end father of the day, was murdered. I mean, but at the end of the day, like he quit, like he left. Yeah, sure, he and left. And then I he, said, I'm, I'm done. I get, okay, I get. I would understand that, but then for him to do it and then come back. If LeBron leaves and then comes back, then it's different. Then I'm giving him all the credit of, like, no, you have the same kind of – he, he just doesn't have that inherent, like, competitive drive that Jordan does. He I doesn't have the same team know. Jordan had either. Huh? Exactly. He didn't have the same – for one, for one, for, for one, we're, going, we're rehashing an argument that motherfuckers yeah. have for fucking decades. Yeah. But, like, like, like Spike said, he didn't have the same team. He didn't have okay. the same infrastructure around him. That's part of the reason why the motherfucker took so long to even get shit done. You know why he had to leave Cleveland in the first place. He didn't have a, a Reinsdorf. Like, I mean, that's. I, but like, that like, how is that Jordan's fault? It's not Jordan's fault per se. Like, how is it Jordan's saying, fault that I'm just saying we give Bulls, Jordan the every did, bit of that credit. The every Bulls bit of that did credit. good drafting and made shrewd trades to build a great team around Jordan. Mm-hmm. How is that his fault? It's not his fault, but we give him all the credit of all the wins. Oh yeah, right. That's what he right. Was. It's all Jordan. It's all Jordan. It's literally all Jordan. But then yeah, we but go through the six doc finals and we break down. Scotty got Scotty Pippen over here. It was an MVP. Got a lot of credit. I mean, what did Phil Jackson have to tell him? Jackson, hey, Michael, who's got, open? Uh, <laughs> Paxton. Well, pass him the fucking ball, <laughs> like bro. Like you got to use your teammates, bro. Like come on, man. Great, <laughs> greatest coach of all time. One of them, yeah. Phil Jackson. Like I'm not saying he can't. He's not the greatest. But I just feel like it's unfair to just completely just dismiss LeBron and then also just, just that, not, here, here's my not thing. I, I like I understand what you're saying to me it's just it, it's those things might be true that like okay he had a better infrastructure around him and he had a better coach and all that I accept that 
but those are things that were outside of Jordan's control. So they, they happened. Like, it's not like Jordan went up and said, I want Phil Jackson as my coach. I can see that he's going to be one of the greatest like coaches ever. He didn't say that. So it's like, okay, it just happened. Jerry Krause didn't even fucking like the guy, even though he Krause. understood he was the best Krause, whatever. Like he understood he didn't even like Jordan and didn't want him necessarily because he didn't pick him. He was the one part of the team that he didn't pick, but it, it's, still it happened though like even with those things in place it still happened the dream stream was still a thing him doing three two three peeps was still a thing him having that level of competitive nature where even after they win their sixth championship he walks outside and is like oh there's still some daylight outside we can get some golf swings in who the fuck wants to do that he's played six goddamn finals games after like eight years of going to the finals and shit or or six years of going to the finals in eight years and he's still like you know what i want to win something else that's nuts and then, like, and, and here's the thing. That being said, LeBron's a better person by like a country mile. Like, no, the, like I got no problem saying that. LeBron's a better person. Seems like a nicer guy. Has a nice family. Like, probably loves his kids. Like, never even heard of him getting a speeding ticket. Yeah, never, never <laughs> did anything wrong. Like, people try to crucify him in the media for like the littlest bullshit. Like, the one thing I ever get on him for is the the decision and like the little weird like passive aggressive subtweeting shit. I don't like that. But other than that, he's like straight and narrow, best fucking role model ever. Right. Overall, probably much better person opening up schools and stuff, all the charity. Great. So like, it's okay that he's second. It's not the worst thing in the world. I'm just not, not going to give it. Ever. I just refuse to just immediately just give it to Jordan, bro. I mean, well, the man's still playing. Give it to him immediately. It's not like no, no, because no, we're talking. I'm talking about in general, not talking about just you. I'm talking about in society in general. But, anyways, that's just my take on it. Just because, yeah. like, I'm tired of hearing like you. You literally sound like Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Says, I mean, yeah, you let's push him further. Let's I mean, there's a lot further. of there's a lot of things. But I like, if, while we're paying homage to legends, mm-hmm. we gotta. We got to do a shout-out for Vince Carter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to do a shout-out for Vince guy. Carter. The guy. Yeah. Did y'all the see his guy. video? Huh? Did y'all see the video? Of when Ooh. he was um the press conference after the season got. Oh, like, yeah. that he, he might have played his last game. He's just like, it just feels weird. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, I mean it wasn't fair. He didn't, get a, he didn't get a real send-off. <laughs> yeah. You played a bullshit game while you were on the Hawks against, I don't even know who they play. I don't know. Could have been. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure he scored the last bucket or something like that, right? Either way, I don't think this is not Vince Carter's retirement. I don't think he's done. He shouldn't be done. I don't even care if he he doesn't have to come back for a full year, but he needs to sign a one day with the Raptors, like at the end of the next at end of next season, and fucking finish there. Like that's what he needs to do. Because I don't want to see. Oh, last time you ever saw Vince Carter, the greatest in game dunker of all time was in a Hawks uniform when they played some like bullshit game when they were in 19th place. Like, I don't want to see that. I want he that to be. His chose that. I mean, it would be that. nice. Cause I mean, essentially he put Toronto on the map by taking yeah. to their first playoff series and then even winning uh, the 1999 uh, rookie of the year with them. So, I mean, there's definitely ties for him. Bro, he should play in the Raptors. dunk contest next year. Bro, what? <laughs> just do one more dunk contest. Why not? He's still doing it. This dude windmills during pra- uh, uh, warm-ups. So Zach Levine is doing it. Nah, bro. Can do it. Not? I'm not saying he's going to win. Man, it's 42. I'm not saying nah, he's – Here's the thing. He's 42, but y'all say it like he's 42 and he can't still do it. Oh, no, the he guy, can dunk. The guy dunks during warm-ups. 
He's not about to do a reverse 360 or a honey dip, though. I don't care. His windmills are still nicer than, like, some other in-game dunks that you see from, like, young kids. Some of them motherfuckers are, like, 6'2 and barely can get to the rim. Like This is true. But yeah. we're talking about dunk contest shit. We're talking Who cares? about... Let them be in it. We're talking about niggas complaining about people doing the craziest dunks and be like, it's boring type shit. Like... <laughs> That's true. Like Vince Carter comes Honestly, out. Like, You're gonna be like, you need to replicate your 2000 dunk contest. That'd be awesome. And like, it was just. <laughs> what if he does? <laughs> Fucking. I mean, 2000. Like, saw him do a honey dip, like at 42, bro. <laughs> As he puts his arm through the thing, it like snaps from right? <laughs> Snap, snap. That's all you're gonna hear. Man, just falls to the ground. <laughs> Man, fingernail gonna get caught in the the rim net. <laughs> burst his old fucking arm open or some crazy shit but like speaking on the 2000 like 2000 was just like a just a crazy year for him man like he had that dunk contest and then like just like one of my craziest clips from him is when he dunked over that seven footer footer in the olympics or whatever maybe whatever Mm -hmm. ruin that dude's career call it the dunk of death (laughs) he never came over to to north america Not going NBA. But he looks like a prospect. Ooh. He played 1,541 games, averaging 16.7 points, 4.3 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. And he's currently 22nd on the career leaderboard for points with 25,728 of them. Thanks. I'll give him a Hall of Fame. Buckets. Bro, the man played in, I think they said four decades. It was like Mm -hmm. three or four decades. Like, yeah, he's played in four decades. 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010. We know 80s. Yeah, he came, I think, like, 80 – what, is it 80s? No. Yeah, yeah no. What? Maybe no. not 80s. Maybe 90s. What are you talking Yeah, about? 90s. My bad. Not, so, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and then they count this, 2020s. 20. Yeah, there we go. That is, that's right. Yeah, 80s was – no. <laughs> and he came in, like, the 90s. Yeah. 90s. You know but, yeah, man, uh, I, Hall of Fame. I got no problem. Hall of Fame. Maybe the numbers aren't super impressive, but I mean, the fact that he played that long and the fact that, you know, dunk contest stuff and putting Toronto on the map, all that. Eh, Cultural impact. Cultural impact guy. He's one of those, like, if they, I don't know how the NBA does it, but I know in football, they always talk about, can you tell the story of the NFL without this guy or whatever? So if it's like the same thing, it's like, can you tell the story of the NBA? It's like, no, you fucking, if you miss the 2000 dunk contest, you miss like something fucking big about the NBA. I mean, as soon as you get into dunking, like, he has to pop he up after, like, Dr. J. I mean, he's, like, he's still the number one. Yeah. I've never seen it, like, as good as, like, Aaron Gordon is or Zach Levine or Nate Robinson or, or Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how I went. Notice how I was going backwards and I just skipped him. I stopped Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Nate. 20 dunk contest. Completely yeah. unnecessary because this Boring ass kid on wow. 2K is not a dunk champion, uh, but no, I, don't, I still don't think anybody since him has been that good. And especially he was able to do it on just like pure talent and skill. Like after that, yeah, Dwight Howard started doing all the stuff with like the phone booth and the capes and the costumes and blah 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 blah. He just did pure like doesn't matter. I'm playing in my fucking regular uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Regular workout, uh, playing Uniform. jersey and just fucking going out there and just being impressive with just <laughs> athletic ability. That's it. So he goes in there for sure. Uh, speaking of stuff from the past, uh, 2016 Thunder versus 2018 Rockets, both two teams that lost to the uh, in seven to the Golden State Warriors. Who would win in a series between them? 
spicy so, stuff. You just wanted to talk about it. Just want to break yeah. down the, the guards and everything like that, just in case for people that, you know what I'm saying, guards, forwards, and centers, for people that, you know what I'm saying, can't remember that far back. So the main guards that were for the Oklahoma City Thunder was Russell Westbrook, Andre Roberson, Deion Waiters, and Randy Foy. Forwards were Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, and Anthony Morrow. And the centers were Steven Adams and Ennis Cantor. Now, if I go into the Houston Rockets, their guards were Chris Paul, James Harden, Eric Gordon, and Gerald Green. <laughs> with forwards Trevor Ariza, Luke Bahamute. I think I remember how to Luke say his Bahamute. name. Bahamute. Um, PJ Tucker, Ryan Anderson, and Joe Johnson with centers Clint Capella and Nene. Man, that's a solid – that would be a solid game, bro. I think it's got to be Thunder. I think it's yeah, got to be Thunder. Uh, I kind of go with the – I would go with the Rockets. Because you can guard – who's guarding – I mean – Guarding is pretty hard all around. It I is. would say the the biggest thing is though, the you got to remember twenty eighteen oh, yeah. Rockets set like the NBA record for like most threes. They were just raining, like raining threes. So I think nah. like, now nah, I, I see what you're saying. And they actually do have the defense. And they have the defense. The role players yeah. that you just rolled. Have, up. Role they got players. Trevor Ariza. They got right. Gerald Green. They got uh, Ryan Anderson. So, Ryan here's a trash, but Luke. Oh, yeah, Ryan garbage on Luke, I can't pronounce the rest of the name. So that's why I think about it. <laughs> I mean, guarding Kevin Durant alone, it would have been Trevor Ariza and PJ Tucker. And, and, and Luke. Luke would have been up in there too. Yeah. So, I so, mean, yeah. that's going to be a pretty that's a, that's a tough a, matchup that's to score against. Um, I would still think, but like 2016, uh, Russ is still kind of the, the bull in the china shop, just like mm-hmm. going to take wild shots. I mean, he's definitely still going to give you – crazy shit inside the paint but i don't know i, I probably would still go with uh the rockets yeah no one on the rockets can guard him though but yeah. that's true and i got i got chris paul strapping uh russell westbrook nah dog he bought past him on the fast nah, breaks at yeah. least. got him strapping him. fast breaks at least i mean how much shooting did the 2016 thunder have uh, i mean the rockets i can do that shit right now no nah, yeah Rockets probably have way better spacing. You know, it's probably just going to be the Rockets, just the fact that they're a, a more modern team. Yeah. Like as simple as that. I think the Thunder would, like, dominate in the paint with <laughs> Adams, Cancer, and Ibaka. But... You can't play Adams. You can play Adams in, like, the first quarter. That's about it. It's true. You're playing small ball from there on out. So, yeah. Man, get run off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I think the Houston Rockets – the 2018 Houston Rockets were impressive. The fact that they took – the Warriors to seven, and if they had Chris Paul, I think everybody thinks that they would have won. I'm I'm still not sold that they would have won for sure, but bro, they Chris went Paul, one for twenty seven from three. Yeah, like, that's true. The, the, the uh, Harden had a shooting stretch where he he missed he missed like eight quarters in a row or something like that. He like stopped making them from the third of game three, didn't start again till the third of game six or something. Like, he just had crazy long stretch where he didn't hit A3. It was fucking yeah. Bro, it's like, after you go one for ten for three, it's like, maybe you should kind of give it up. No, nah, not if that's your identity, though. That's that's right. Yeah, that's true, that's yeah. That was their whole – they didn't care. They they were like, it's their – oh, they, they cared. They cared. <laughs> that's cared. why they choked. That, that's where they were. They were on that whole analytics shit where they were like, it's still more beneficial for us that you take more threes and miss them than make twos. It's just crazy because that just makes so many possessions in a game. So if you are just firing threes like that mm-hmm. and you're not making them on a consistent basis and the other team is just coming back down on fast breaks and stuff like that. And the other team is the 2018 Warriors. 
Yeah. 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 Them, they are scoring score on you, bro. Yeah. Uh, I remember rooting for them so hard in that series, man. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, uh, other news in this week uh, for uh, the NFL. As we know, uh, all the stuff that's been happening with the uh, protests and stuff still going on. Crazy stuff, by the way. Have you guys seen the videos of like all the, the, the riot stuff, the police brutality? It's pretty man. crazy. It's very I hard seen to watch. Why like throw down an old man and yeah. like his head was like gushing and everything like that? Oh, yeah, like, we're talking about yeah, that. It's, it's hard to watch. It's definitely difficult to see. Oh, yeah. um, uh, but uh, kind of related to that, Drew Brees was in an interview with uh, someone. Do you know who the interview was with? Bro, fuck them niggas, bro. It's fucking <laughs> Yahoo Finance, dog. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck was going <laughs> yeah. on. So they so, were, at some point, they kind of talked about the protest stuff, and then they got around to Colin Kaepernick and his protest stuff that he was doing for Black Lives Matter when he was in the league. And Drew uh, Brees said the following, uh, I will never agree with anyone disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. And then Drew Brees uh, proceeded to get his ass lit the fuck up on Twitter, <laughs> fucking lit. Instagram and fucking History. everywhere. Dude got eviscerated. Like by every, and then like got it on ESPN for days, bro. That Monday on man, that's all oh they were talking about, bro. bro. They were like, they weren't even doing like segments. They were dedicating full hours yeah. to this shit. Bro. It was like, yo, you fucked up by picking the time where they have nothing else to talk about sports wise, and you decide to say this shit. Oh, they made a six course dinner out of this fucking one quote, <laughs> bro. Like it that was shit was insane. crazy. I remember when I saw the quote. Like early in the morning on Monday, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, that might be bad." <laughs> but <laughs> Drew has said this shit before. Bro, like, work, doing actual work. I feel Look like my I phone refresh that shit again. Like this or, yeah. Number one training topic, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, I mean, fucking uh, the fuck out, my man. I mean, we so are you canceling him? Me? Yeah, I, I mean, fuck no. We're gonna give our opinions about this, and honestly, like I. I don't. I obviously don't agree with what he said. I don't think anybody really agrees with what he says. I don't even think he really agrees with what he said after he fucking got the backlash. But I, I think it's more. It was one of those like tone deaf things to say, especially in the moment. Like it, it, he's again. I think he said some form of this or something similar to this back then. Bro, twenty seventeen. Yeah. So like twenty seventeen. So it's not crazy because he's said something like this before. It's just the tone deafness of it to say it right now when all this protest stuff and happening and like that was just bad look. But that being said, the amount of like crucifying that they were doing of this guy, is kind of fucking crazy. Like people were trying to label yeah. him as like a racist and it's like, bro, nah, like really? I mean, I don't, like, I personally, he is clean fucking quarterback in the NFL. He's squeaky. Oh, well, he's not, he's not squeaky clean. He's not squeaky. Isn't clean. he? No, as in terms of like, Oh, I haven't heard shit about him. So at, in terms of who he is team. as a, no, nah, no. Nah. In terms of a person, good guy. Apparently, yeah. he's a really good person. But yeah. in terms of stuff he does off the field, in terms of where he's investing his money at and stuff like that, uh, okay. it's sketchy, to say okay. the least. It's sketchy. Well, that's true. The one time is uh, I remember I saw him. I think it was like the – I forget which. I think it was the, the Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl. And you know how they have like the week before they have all the players go on the ESPN shows and stuff, and they all have like some kind of bullshit sponsor like Old Spice that they have to fucking talk about? Yep. 
Drew Brees was doing it for like Legal Zoom and all these other like weird small companies. No, no, I'm no. like, bro, do you own? You're not even in the right spot, dog. And he was doing. He's he's or he he was a sponsor or he's still a sponsor for like Advocare and shit. Or, yeah, like he's you know, the like, weirdest. He has like, like pyramid like, schemes. Like, <laughs> like my man just put money into diamonds and lost that shit. My man's is fucking. <laughs> um, what else did he do? He's uh was supporting a fucking uh, church that uh, believes in gay conversion ther- therapy or some shit. So he's it's not squeaky no clean. No, okay. it's, so yeah. I mean, but look, he has done good things with this. He's done good things. Right. He's, he's, he's been saying? in New like, Orleans for fifteen years. Though. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, like he's helped build up the community. There. Like so okay, that's, where that's it's what like, I'm saying. Is like I'm somebody who watches the NFL a lot, right? Pays attention to a lot of quarterbacks. I I don't. I'm not a NFC. What are they West? I forget what you guys are. South. Damn, dog. South, south, south. south. My bad. I've been in the uh, South in years. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I still know a decent amount about the guy, and I didn't know that stuff. I just knew that he probably was bad with his money because of that shit where I'm like, this dude's just hawking the weirdest crap. Like, other players are hawking, like, like Nike stuff or, like, Old Spice. This dude's hawking legal Zoom. I'm like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. But he has good PR team because I didn't know about that shit. I mean, it's just like you said, just – not everyone's going to know about that shit. Just like no. when he says some shit like that, not a lot of people know actually what kind no. of person he is. So, But I mean, even then, I, I still think, like you said, he's probably a, a decent person because he has been in New Orleans for 15 years. He, like, was seen, like, helping people after Katrina and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah he, he moved he, there, like, the year after Katrina. He moved there, like, 2006. Yeah. Katrina. And, oh, like, yeah. I mean, you look at it, he's so different from so many quarterbacks where, like, what, it was a year ago or whatever, two years ago, where he, like, was willing to sign a short-term deal for not as much money because he was like, I want to finish my career in New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's worked with us the entire time. But, I mean, he literally just donated $5 million for, like, COVID relief in New Orleans. Right. So, it's like, I think he's generally not a terrible person. And the way that they were kind of trying to label this guy, like, oh, he's a racist. He's canceled. I'm like, come on. It was just a headline to talk about. I mean, No, I I mean, it's – no, because it's like – the fact that it stirred so many people, bro, like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't just say that it was nothing. Like, oh, it's not nothing. Oh, of course, yeah, as, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, just, it wasn't as nothing. a Saints fan, like I personally, like feel like you should judge the character before mm-hmm. you just go ahead and crucify the person, right. especially if it's just a mistake. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like how other people were feeling, the fact that I had Mike Thomas on my on my timeline talking mm-hmm. shit, Alvin Kamara talking shit, yeah. I got mm-hmm. my fucking Cam Jordan talking Cam Jordan. shit, Sorry. like. Bro, the entire team, Malcolm Jenkins just came back and he man releases a video of him like crying in support. Like not in support, yeah. but like just in disgust of what he said. So but I think like one of the coolest things that he's done, um, he actually built a house for Steve uh Gleason, which was a former mm-hmm. Saints teammate that got diagnosed with ALS. ALS, yeah. Built him a house with the latest computer operated technologies to allow him to just functional function as independent as possible you know which i mean he, yeah, I mean, uh, he's the one he, uh, food victims he has the block right he has the statue in front of the stadium yeah that's yeah. steve gleason blocked in in 2016 monday night what? yeah 220 uh, 2006 my bad yeah there we go i'm like what the fuck that was at 26 yeah i I personally don't think he's canceled though i think it was i don't think it was a very tone deaf statement to say and then during these times and when everybody's got time and shit like that like you know what i'm saying of course it's just it's it's one of those things where it is really like you're just more disappointed because you're like bro it's been like eight years and you still don't get it yeah that's what everybody that's what everybody's more upset about it's like bro it's been eight years you still don't understand that it wasn't about the flag that's not what he like it wasn't disrespecting the flag it wasn't about the military like 
it like that's not what it was and you still don't understand that after eight years and it's like it's sad because you're in the league and you're you seem like an intelligent person and you don't fucking get it like jesus it don't matter bro i also trying to explain this to everybody else that was mad at me and they're like bro you should not fuck with your breeze i'm like bro like everyone is in their own bubbles man yeah like you're gonna be ignorant to whatever you want to be ignorant about right. if you don't and, and again eyes. i don't think like i i he put out that video or whatever and it seems sincere i don't yeah oh yeah he put out two yeah two apologies yeah, he one. put out two apologies put out the written one and then he put out a video seems sincere enough i mean can't ever be that sure but like you would hope maybe it was just that he still didn't understand yeah that's what he was saying i mean saying the same shit a lot of white people are saying right now yeah oh our so, bad for not noticing for so long it's but, a misstep it's yeah. definitely a misstep wasn't wasn't his best moment i don't think it's gonna tarnish his career forever or anything nah. yeah i don't think he should be canceled but, uh, they might uh, longest yard him, you know what I'm saying? Like when they found out Adam Sandler was shaving the points and then the O-line just like just did not bro, defend for him at all. Possibly, bro, Malik Jackson came out today was talking about, nah, fuck you. He basically like, fuck him. Like, I don't try. I don't believe his apology. I can't oh, wait geez. to play the Saints in whatever fucking week it is. God damn. Bro, I'm like, all right, nigga. Like, that's he's not the only person that feels that way, dog. Like, it's going to some shit we're going to have to deal Malik with. Malik Jackson, he's the running back person? Who? He's a defensive tackle. Oh, defensive Eagles. tackle. For the Eagles. For the Eagles, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was on our team. He was out last year. Fucking injury. That's why I don't remember him. Dickhead. Literally, our, he was our big off-season pickup, and then he got injured in, like, the first game or the preseason game. I was like, the fuck? But anyway. I mean, like, the NFL is just all over this. Cause, I mean, Roger Goodell admits that the NFL was wrong for not listening to his players about racism, which is, like, well about time with majority of the league being African-American. <laughs> I think that you would – I would think that you would care about the injustices that they face on a daily basis outside of being Real. a professional athlete. Bruh, it's more like, than come him, on, though. Bro. It's more than – you got 30 but, owners, dog. 30 but again, owners. And that's that, the thing. If anything, the Drew Brees thing was bad, and I think it got a lot of press because he's Drew Brees and everything. Vic, Vic Fangio said something way worse. He's like, there is no racism in the NFL. I don't see it. It's like, do you know that there's a thing called the Rooney rule that's still in place? You fucking moron. Like, and you're a coach. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, that was incredible. Like that I mean, to me, was quarterbacks are still facing racism. I was just like, bro, like, come like, on. Like, bro, they were trying like, like two years ago. Lamar Jackson was like, nah, we're going to make you a wide receiver. It's like the fuck he won a Heisman. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's but, so fucking funny. I mean, he was, they were just put under flame when, you know, the players released that one minute, 21 second video that was, mm -hmm. you know, of course, led by Michael Thomas, which was, which I think was very awesome and had yeah. players like Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and, you know, saying things like that, like for them to all come together and like to speak on this stuff, man, it's like, huh. damn, like this shit should have been done a long time ago. But I mean, that was one of those man. things that you, you would, you would hope they wouldn't have to do it, but I mean, mm -hmm. it's to the point where they have to. It's like exactly that's the whole point. And that like, like I was saying, like thirty owners, bro. Mm -hmm. That's thirty owners, all of them white except for one Indian guy. And they all mm -hmm. what? They're all just trying to make money, bro. That's, that's all they give a fuck about. They don't give a fuck about no rights or none of that shit. They're just trying to make money, man. Also, it to me the thing that like I I find it interesting that it like all the shit with Drew Brees and Vic Fangio and these other like uh, coaches and players that have been saying shit and stuff that they've been talking about and uh we're gonna get to colin kaepernick stuff in a minute as well but uh it's funny to me that nobody has went at, after uh uh what's his name jerry jones or, or dak prescott at all like in all this it's like you remember when they were like totally anti-cap shit and we're like i'm standing and mm -hmm. dak was standing with jerry jones was like i'm standing for the anthem and all that shit 
Nobody's bottom fucking line. going after them. Well, I think Dak just bottom got line. like a million too or something like that for like. Bruh. Bottom line, you are in Texas, dog. You what? Yeah. Your main people are talking about what are they protesting for? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Texas yes, over. my flag. But uh, speaking of uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, obviously this then stirred up the rumors, as always, again, of Cap returning to the NFL. I mean, for the I don't know, we want to is there a score or like a tally chart of how many times there's been like rumors of him possibly returning? But it's like with this quote, them saying that, like, we encourage all players to speak out and peacefully protest. We, yeah. the National Football League, believe that Black Lives Matter is like, okay, so what if people start kneeling and shit like that again? Right. What yeah, are you going to do? There have already been players who have said, uh, I'm going to do it. Start. Adrian Peterson was, Adrian I think, Peterson, the big one, yeah. where he said, like, yeah, as soon as next season starts, I'm kneeling every single game. First and I mean, which, I was by reading- the way, like, they, yeah, they should. Uh, the thing is, I think there's still been players doing it. They just don't pay mm-hmm. attention to it anymore. There's still been players who are doing it. Like, Eric crazy. Reed was still doing it when he was on, like, the Panthers and stuff. They just weren't mm-hmm. giving it the attention anymore. Yep. It's just crazy because he was originally, you know, sitting down or whatever, not standing mm-hmm. up. And then when he actually met with the uh, with the military veteran yeah, and they like, actually like, chalked it out and stuff, and he, he was like, well, we'll we kneel to pay homage to fallen soldiers. Yeah, and I think it was, like, another like that. former player or something, Aaron Boyer, I think is his name or something. I'll pull up a yeah. name. But he yeah. talked to him and – he was just like, listen, it's just, like, uh, you know, on, I'm probably you protesting, but like the, the sitting down is kind of hard. Can you like do kneeling? And he was like, yeah, no problem. And he faced flack for that. But I was reading this post on a, a Washington post by Mark Mask, and he stated that while the NFL is unlikely to hold a workout for cap for cap, like they did last season, Nate Boyer, Nate Boyer's that guy's name. Um, With okay. the, like the current, like climate change over the past couple of weeks or whatever, they are saying that, Hopes are high for Cap to be signed, which you know what I'm saying. I think I think he can play. You know he has I mean, he has the stats and the and the skill. He ain't played in like four years, but yeah, yeah. yeah. They should have been at him in the league. I mean, there's a chance he can play, but he's probably still backup level. Yeah. And then there's like what five two percent chance that he could ever be a starting quarterback. Again. Quarterback. Yeah. So like I, I think like because he's also I mean at this point he's close to aging out of being a starting quarterback. Well he's like gotta be close to 31, 32. Yeah so it's like but it's like now I'm starting to see these QBHs differently. You know what I'm well, saying? With this recent, like true. Kirk Cousins didn't come on to 30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so true. like they're yeah, gonna get Colin Kaepernick's 32. Yeah. Playing to like they can play into their forties but uh, but I don't know. Not somebody, I, I, I not also, somebody like Cap. A, a part of that is still. I think. I think we're also getting a little skewed by guys like uh, Brady, Breeze, Manning. Because, but all like the problem with that kind of skew is those are also like three legendary quarterbacks. Like I don't know, bro. Like it's been going on for a break. Like Testa Verde is the name that comes to my head. My dad do play for a. Yeah, Brady Testa Verde played for a while. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is trying to play to like. 45 five years old and Aaron Rodgers got the plan no, so 45 he's 36 right now he said 45 he said I can see myself being, yeah you said I can see oh I thought because the, the last thing I remember was him saying I want to play out this contract where he has four more years on it get to 40 and then he's like I'll see where I'm at 40 I see what you're saying but I, I heard him literally say 45 okay, so I remember because Drew Brees also said I could play to him 45 but I'm not gonna do it right I don't know like it's it's I mean I get it I understand the idea of quarterbacks being able to play longer just because now the game is also uh, ruled in a way where it's so quarterback protection heavy um that being said like look 
I've never had a problem with the protests and stuff. My only thing has always been like, I just, Colin, uh, Colin Kaepernick was a great quarterback in 2012 and like 13. And then like he had a couple of good years. And then he, like nobody, like everybody seems to just forget about the years where Colin Kaepernick was terrible as a starter. There's a reason he got replaced by Blaine Gabbert. Like he was bad at one point. Like nothing against the guy of like protesting stuff. There was a certain point where he was just straight up not a good quality starting quarterback. And then, yeah, he came back in certain spots and then played well. Not doubting that, but so do other backups who then revert back. Uh, what's his name? Who was on the Vikings and made like a run? Um, the fuck's the kid's name? He's I, he was the Broncos quarterback, I think, like last year. The fuck's um, his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy uh, played on the Vikings. What the fuck is his name? Wow, that's crazy. I can't get right. It. Can't remember his name. But you remember him? He had like a whole great run in Minnesota. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. There it is. He had a great run in Minnesota, right? We thought, like, oh, this guy is a quality. He can be a starting quarterback, no problem. Goes to the Broncos, shits his pants. Like, doesn't play well at all. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP. Amazing run. Goes to Jacksonville, plays five games, and they're like, get the fuck out of town. So, like, this automatic assumption that Colin Kaepernick is going to come back and all of a sudden at 32, having not played for four years, having not been a starter in, like, six years, is going to light up the league again. I just don't see that happening. No, definitely not. It's just more so like what's fair, what's right, you know. Right. How yeah, should I get that. Like the fact that he was blackballed for that is fucked up. Yeah, I, I did hear somebody else having a different idea. It's like maybe they, um, the NFL creates a social injustice, you know, position, some sort of role or something like that where he can. Yeah, oversee. like some kind of ambassadorship role. And honestly, yeah. like, I, like this is – we don't have to get into this one at all. I just – like to me, it's like if that's what you want to do, you should do that wholehearted. Like that should be everything you do. I don't think you can just because I always hear about how hard it is. Like NFL quarterback is the hardest job in professional sports. I don't know how well you could balance doing NFL quarterback. Maybe if you're a backup, it's different, but like being an NFL quarterback while also trying to be a like civil rights activist on a daily basis. I don't know. How I don't know about, he wouldn't be, I don't see him as an activist on a daily basis. It would be more so of a, you would just yeah. for me. I mean, if he was able to do it, he would have that money. Then he could put that money into you know no. products that he. That's would. a whole. I have a whole other list of <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. We don't have to get into that. But you're not the only person. <laughs> yeah, there's. I like. I like the guy's met. Like, I like the guy's overall message, but his execution leaves something to be desired for me. But uh, another uh, uh, not as uh, maybe heavy uh, NFL <laughs> news. Uh, talking about guys who getting into the NFL. Uh, College teams, college programs. What do we think would be is the best college program for the NFL? Oh, we don't. We're asking that question. Yeah, let's just do general. What's the best college program that produces the most and best or whatever NFL players? Oh, we're doing that. It's Alabama. It's Alabama, right? That's what I said. Like it's pretty statistically proven. Statistically proven, they have like the most. I think on average, every draft they have eight or something like, it's not even just that it's like if you're a five-star like yeah. uh, coming out of high school five-star high school recruit the chance of you making it to the nfl if you go to alabama is way higher way higher. way higher i mean it's just they they are essentially like in the in the similar way that like kind of the cfl and like what the arena football kind of used to be and what the xfl kind of wanted to be where they were basically like farm systems for the nfl like 
Alabama is like the NFL's own like mini farm system because they produce so many players every year, so many wide receivers, so many line guys. Uh, they're just the number one. The only one that I would say gives them any kind of competition or has given them competition over the past like 10, 15 years is Ohio State. That's what yeah, if we're going. I like years, LSU though. LSU is good. LSU, LSU has some too. I they have LSU. Both of those, both of those schools, like both in SEC, have like they just have great talent there, but also on Clemson. Mm-hmm. Clemson, um, Clemson? yeah, Cle- Clemson's more recent though. Yeah, more recent in like the, recent. the last past five years. Where yeah, the last five that like, yeah, Clemson's an amazing crazy. story in the past five years that they've become like a powerhouse because they aren't like historically a powerhouse football school. Whereas Alabama, Ohio State, um, fuck, what are the other ones? Michigan, Miami, like yeah. certain schools. Those have just Blue been around for so long. Um, Clemson's kind of new to the game, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say still Alabama is number one overall. Uh, Ohio State probably up there. I remember like other – like Texas schools have really fell, fallen off. Like they don't produce yeah. nearly as much as they used to. Like UT used to have a lot more. Uh, That's because UT fell off, period. Yeah, UT fell off, period. Period. Um, obviously the biggest – like <laughs> the the most – I don't know. The biggest like like fall from like – national headline like constant coverage to now they barely ever get talked about is usc usc was constantly going to bowl games and stuff like on a regular basis with uh what's his name um seahawks fucking coach jesus christ i can't remember any name carol b carol like constantly just going to bowl games and shit with him fell the fuck off like i can't tell you who their fucking coach is right now they don't have any kind of they had right. sam darnold but like even right then when they had sam darnold he was them sanctions dog them sanctions are fucked him up some serious them shit because alabama has some sanctions in like late 90s bro that shit fucked us for like oh five or some shit so they took away the fucking trophies they were like yeah you you guys weren't fuck that shit fuck that shit. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard like yeah because people are gonna just believe that Damn, come on bro high. like reggie bush earned that shit bro. <laughs> just <laughs> Just because oh. his mom needed a new house yeah. doesn't oh, mean fuck. that y'all gonna have to just rip the they get, Didn't he get a car too? He got a car. It was, it was a car too. He got a car too. It's like, yo, he needed that car, bro. He's running all day. He needs a car. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be running everywhere. <laughs> he said he was broke back then. Like, it's oh, yeah, they all broke. broke. It's fucked or, up. Yeah, it's like, bro, like, I gotta Bullshit. make some bread. I remember I saw a thing of Gilbert Arenas where, like, he he talked about how crazy it was where it's like he could not go to like an ice cream shop or something and go there with any kind of person and and let them buy him ice cream. Like he couldn't do it. He's like, if you buy me like a cup of ice cream, that's an NCAA sanction. I can't have you buy me anything. Like not even like talking about like big, like booster shit where it's like, you give me 30 grand. It's like, if you buy me ice cream on the campus, like ice cream thing, I'm getting a suspension from like 10 games. Like it's fucked up. That was back in the day too. Yeah, that was back in the day. And that's why you see kids like James Wiseman and shit who are like, yeah, I'm not paying a, like, what is it, $19,000 fine, which is basically the money that I got. You want me to give that shit back to charity, but you're saying I'm not getting punished? Get the fuck out of my face. I'm going to the NBA. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Shit. Oh, God. Uh, As far as with the NFL, you know, starting up, though, soon, um, what teams do we think in the off season? Cause essentially the off season is kind of done at this point with the NFL. I think it's been done for probably a couple of weeks now. Uh, which teams do we think are probably the most improved, most regressed, what teams made big off season moves, 
that you think will impact their position in the playoffs or possibly going to the Super Bowl? What teams do you think made stupid draft picks or stupid decisions in the offseason with trades? Any big hmm. ideas? I feel like I feel like you're gonna lead into that one with this. Yeah, well, oh, I will. Give, give it to you a second. <laughs> um, declined. Patriots improved. Patriots or my bad. Declined. Improved. Bucks. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the Pats. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. we still don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with that shit because you know Bill Belichick's gonna pull out some magic or some shit. Yeah. Very possible. A starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I would assume that the Bucks are going to be better. Um, the funny thing is, they went like didn't they go eight and eight last year? The Bucks, yeah, I believe so. I believe so I mean, like even if they go ten and six, it's really not that crazy of an improvement. But they probably right. will have a better team. So, right. Um, I obviously think here's the thing with that. Just speaking on that real quick, I don't think the I, I think the Buffs are, are going to be a playoff team for sure. You add Gronk and Tom Brady, you're gonna like I you are you add them too, and you already had. A, a good offensive line, a great offensive line. I don't know other... line. It's, huh? it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Bucks? I thought it was it's supposed to be that. good. I thought it's that's one good. of the reasons he went there because it's supposed no, to be a great they offensive draft, line. That's why they drafted an offensive lineman. Well, the that's first true. Round. They did draft that kid. Okay. Like, we got to okay. keep him keep him upright. <laughs> keep him upright. Uh, but I, either way, I think like they have a, a a good enough set of weapons for him, and they're adding Tom Brady and Gronk. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender like everybody thinks they are. I don't think – I don't see them going to a Super Bowl. I think they could go to the playoffs. I think they could win a game or two in the playoffs, maybe go to the AFC or uh, NFC NFC championship, right? Yeah, South. There it is. Uh, but I, I don't see them going to the uh, Super Bowl. Like, everybody's predicting them via – like, I think they're, like, odds on, like, three to one or something, and I think that's fucking way too high. Yeah. Um, Defense is a thing. Yeah. Like, you got – Two, three, you know, really solid receivers, but yeah, defense. that's gonna be questionable. Um, I think in terms of improved, most improved, uh, I actually like. I feel like it would be a cop out to say, say the Eagles, but I do like the moves that we made. I think we made uh, Darius Slay was a big pickup because our corners have been shit for years, so we at least got a finally got a premier corner. Um, we have uh, our rookie uh, running back, Miles Sanders, who played pretty well last year. And then we picked up another kid from – picked up another kid from Pitt. We picked up some other rookie running back who's supposed to be good. Um, our sp- The one big thing is we got just a lot of speed now with our receivers, which is what Carson Wentz needed because he didn't have anybody to throw to downfield all last season. So with Deshaun Wentz uh, – uh, what's his name? Deshaun Jackson coming back. We picked up Marquise Goodwin. The Jalen Rager kid out of TCU is supposed to be really fast. So we just got a track team and wide receivers. So that should be fun. Um, so I actually do like the moves that the Eagles made in the offseason and the trades they made. Uh, and this isn't this probably isn't true, but they're not the most declined. But I just think stupid decision. Cowboys picking up another wide receiver. What the fuck are you doing? Like, you literally lost your best corner. You are missing offensive line. Uh, like Travis Frederick retired. Your, uh, what's his name? One of their O-line guys, I think, they lost. I'm not sure. I don't know. But, like, they had one of the worst defenses last year, and they picked up nobody on defense in the first, like, two rounds. 
the fuck? They picked up C.D. Lamb, who, yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. They, he's one of the best receivers in the draft for sure. But you already have Amari Cooper. You have Blake Jarwin. You have Michael Gallup. You have a good offense. You had one of the best offenses in the league, and you still finished eight and nine, uh, seven and eight, seven and nine. Like, mm. so it's like, well, how is making your offense better and your defense worse going to help you win more? And anybody who says they're going to win the East, I think, is out of their mind. Like, how? Like, they don't have a defense. No, I don't know. I, that's just again, that's me hating on the Cowboys, but like. Whatever. <laughs> Good point, so, so with the team, I think declined. Um, I'm going to go with, with what Roy said. Um, I don't really see what the, the Pats are going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the team that kind of improved a lot was the Cardinals. Um, with, oh, yeah. them getting, like, with them getting DeAndre Hopkins and then getting DeAndre Hopkins for a still while dumping the, uh, the horrible contract, uh, yep. which is awesome. Yeah. You know, they signed a few linebackers. Um they retained a lot of their offensive linemen, so I think they'll be all right. Mm-hmm. They can make the playoffs. I think they'll, yeah, I think they'll improve. I think it like uh, most quarterbacks get have that improvement in their second season anyway. So I think Kyler Murray will make a jump. So he should be interesting to watch. Um, I still think it's going to be. I think it's going to be hard for them in that division because who else is in their division? Don't they have like the. Oh yeah, bro. That shit is loaded. Rams, um, Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, Seahawks. Yeah. So it's like, that's that, that division is fucking rough. So it's like, you got a, the team that two teams that just went to Super Bowl, even though the Rams are kind of shit now, but you have the, the 49ers who just went to the Super Bowl Seahawks, who I think are going to be a who Seahawks to me are like always a dark horse contender for Super Bowl. Like they're yeah. always just like out of nowhere. They're like, Oh look, they have 10 wins. Like the fuck. Mm-hmm. So they have Russell Wilson, so they're always going to be competitive. So, yeah, I think the the, the Cardinals are, should be interesting. Who do you think is the most declined? Who do you think got worse? Uh, other than Pats. Yeah, other than that. Okay. See, the Pats is like one of those things. Like, I mean, we don't know what Jared Stidham is. Like, yeah. what is it? What is a Jared Stidham? Literally, I don't know what is that. An Auburn quarterback. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck well, Auburn. Yeah, well, they got Cam. I can't name you another Auburn quarterback besides Cam. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see them. I can't put them at. Uh, I couldn't put them at most decline because I. I refuse to believe that Bill Belichick could like make a team worse. Like right. I think he could make it. I think he could lose pieces and then gain pieces to make them like the same. And then I think he could make pick up pieces to make them better, but I don't see him making his team worse. Like I feel like with this Jarrett Stidham kid, he's gonna if he's not as good as Brady, which he won't be as good as Brady. Like he's gonna somehow figure out a way to scheme around him, make the running game much tighter, and like maybe have him throw like I don't know screen passes or something. I don't fucking know. Like <sighs> like he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna hide Jarrett Stidham if he needs to. He's going to, but he's going. That defense is going to have to be fire, bro. Like it was one of the best defenses of the league like two years ago. It was last year, but still oh, wow. didn't matter. Didn't matter. They were setting fucking records in DVO, DVOA, and shit, but didn't matter. Yeah. So I mean, it should be uh, should be interesting um, with the Pats. I think nobody like 
who who do we think just like this is super super early on prediction and we'll probably do this next year uh sorry uh, as the the season comes closer do we have any early super bowl predictions afc yeah. nfc come on now you already know i'm rolling with my homies on that one baby yeah, that, that was my uh my uh, team name for fancy football two years ago. <laughs> I love it. When I pulled that nigga off, when I drafted him before anybody knew about him. Ah, yeah. Gotta season. love it. That was a good season. Gotta love it. Um, I would hope the Saints are in it. Like, please. Please. <laughs> I think we've, you know, you gone know. through enough suffering. You gotta get rid time. of that. You gotta get rid of that coach, man. Told you. Nah, Sean Payton curse, bro. Sean Payton, Sean Payton, God, bro. Sean Payton, curse. You will not win another Super Bowl until you get that guy out of town. You can't have Bounty Gate right, like just lingering. No, Greg Williams Bounty. is Bounty Gate. No, no, no. He's still exactly. like I. I refuse to believe that Greg Williams was able to do that shit, and Sean Payton was just oh, like, he, he knew it. Him. I mean, I'm sure he knew about it. But yeah, exactly. It, it so you're, you, you are in. He got suspended for a year. Like I think the man has done it. <laughs> He's had enough suffering. I think it's still there. I think it's still. You sound like a Vikings fan, man. It's just that curse. That's yeah. you know? Bro, I went to fucking Minnesota for that game two years ago. God, them niggas were so annoying. <laughs> so fucking annoying, bro. Uh, oh, my God. You don't understand. The miracle was one of the best moments of our life. Yeah, and then yeah. we got blown yeah, the fuck out by crazy. my team a week later. You jackasses. Yeah, you had your miracle like a week or two early, dumbass. Man, soak that shit up and then came here and get your ass kicked. <laughs> uh, and now you got Kirk Cousins. Have fun. Uh, I'll, I'll give you okay. So you got uh, you only got you each only said one. What's you 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 know? Oh, for AFC. Yeah. Um, I mean, a Super Bowl hangover is real, but this is a weird season. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck it, let's go Ravens and we'll go Ravens and I'll go Ravens and and Saints. Hopefully, That's, Saints. I had that last year. That's that was actually my last year prediction. I had <sighs> don't say that, man. It was it was my last year prediction. So thanks for that, Chris. Who you got in the uh in the NFC? Uh, you're looking. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really that good with uh, with the divisions <laughs> and stuff. So uh, he's fuck, looking at um, uh, Saints. Right. Just, just ride Roy's wave. Bro, don't do uh, that. I would go. <laughs> I'm gonna know. go. Uh, maybe Seahawks. Hard to not pick the Chiefs because I think it very well could be the Chiefs again. But I think I'm gonna go Ravens. I think Lamar has another great year. Maybe not as great as last year, but I think he's gonna still have a great year. I think his defense is gonna get shored up a little bit because they had a really good draft. They had a like I forget. Yeah, they did. They did have a good draft. Had a really good draft. So I think it's gonna be Ravens. And I'll go out on a limb. I think the Eagles go to Super Bowl. Am I confident in that? (laughs) Not really. But but uh, you know, look, I just want my boy to get through a season. (laughs) <laughs> Can my quarterback please make it through a goddamn season without getting injured? That'd be nice. Tell him to stop flying into the end zone. Is it yeah, his fault that Jadavian Clowney hit him in the back of the fucking head? That's his fault. That's on him. His fault. He did a helicopter jump. He didn't do a helicopter jump. He I felt like he might as zone. well have. He, he, he didn't do a helicopter. He's going for it, bro. He's gonna get it one day. He, he's week. probably gonna. I I wouldn't doubt that. I think he's probably gonna get a helicopter one day. He dove into the end zone, and then as he was diving, two dudes smashed his legs in yeah. opposite directions. Like, again, that's not exactly like. Oh, he's just running into traffic. So he was past the traffic, and then traffic hit him in the back. That's but, why you slide. Feet it was first. a touchdown, and he Feet technically first. got the touchdown, but then they had to run it again, and then he threw four passes and then got a touchdown. Oh, no, I saw that shit. We were all like, Savage. yo, his shit is fucked right now. His shit is fucked, but like, like he is four passes, fucked. touchdown. Man, it's balling, though. 
But uh, look, I just like him to get through a season. Speaking of injuries, uh, real quick, I don't know if anybody knew this, but I just saw like one of those random uh, uh, NFL like stats or, or or facts or whatever. Did you guys know that? Uh, so we all know the uh, the Joe Theismann injury, right? Yeah, True. the crazy, insane uh, career-ending Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, by Lawrence Taylor. Uh, just a real quick comparison. So uh, we also we know about that, and then we know about the Alex Smith injury. Ooh, uh, this shit was nasty. The Alex Smith injury, just real quick. Joe Theismann, uh, Alex Smith. Similarities between their two injuries. Both of them broken right tibia and fibula. Uh, date. Uh, November 18th, 33 years apart. So they both got injured on the same day. They were both playing for the Redskins. Both games were at home. Both quarterbacks were at the 39-yard line. Huh? The final score of the game for each game was 23-21. to 21. Uh, They were both injured by a three-time defensive player of the year, Lawrence Taylor, J.J. Watt. Awesome. And in both games, the Pro Bowl left tackle – for Joe Theismann, Joe Jacoby, for Alex Smith, Trent Williams, out due to injury. That is just that's fucking creepy. creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, that's, that's like a so lot weird. of coincidences. It's like, Alex Smith isn't done yet, though. Yeah, I saw there's that documentary or whatever. There's that Bro, watch that documentary. It's like, that, of him, like, it's like that? That shit is gnarly, dog. That shit yeah, right there. Oh my god! I saw I'm like a little up. bit. I haven't seen the unblurred version, but even the blurred version of like his leg cut open. You need to see the they go through the stages, bro. Like you see, ah, uh, like it's nasty. You see the inside of his man's leg, dog. Oh, the inside, like, inside. No, no, no. You see the bone, like yeah. Like oh, little, yes, yes. But I think well, that's the difference. That might be the difference with Joe Theismann's. He didn't actually. He had a. Did you did his bone come out of his side? Oh yeah, yeah. The reason what, what happened was is his um it got infected, so it yeah. got infected, and then the, the um infection kept spreading, and then they had to cut basically cut around cut around the infection, which was mm-hmm. essentially the entire fucking leg. Entire fucking leg. So that's one of the that's one of the difference between theirs because Joe Theismann's thing was essentially his shit was broken, but it all was contained. Like it was like they hit his, like it's like his leg if it wasn't for the sock would just be like a floppy noodle or whatever. Uh, whereas Alex Smith, I think, actually broke through his sock and then got infected or something. Like, what did actually, they do? yeah, they did. But, uh, oh, they had to pull like basically like his meat from his from like his ass or some shit. <laughs> like, put it, yeah, bro. You know, you got to see it. Y'all got to see right, it. It's probably an interesting documentary. I think the Cardi B. You need to see that. <laughs> uh, in last bit of news here, covering some fighting some from this past weekend. Uh, I did not get to watch uh, the UFC this weekend, but our boy Spice was live in person. Lost. <laughs> I, I wish covering the couch. fight. I, wish. I was on. The, I was on. He stream, was that. Uh, he was that guy who was uh, screaming out "fucker" in the pussy, like in the back. No, no, no that guy. Me. It wasn't me. All right, but you, you, you're just gonna <laughs> break down UFC 250. What happened? Yes, sir. So uh, some of the key points from that, um, one I thought that was really like just kind of outlandish and just kind of like caught me off guard was uh, the Sterling fight, which he got a choke out win in like the first round, like the first like 30 seconds. And then he calls out a fighter and saying that I'm coming on that ass. I'm coming for that ass. Pause on live TV. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I was like, did I hear that, bro? Like, is yeah. camera out here? Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Like, 
Yo, that shit was mad it was crazy. Great. It was in like the post fight presser or whatever. The, yeah. The TV he one. was like, I'm he coming on like, that I'm ass. I'm coming on that ass. I'm coming for that ass. Pause. Pause. <laughs> um, Garbrandt. Uh, with he the kinda, sleeper at the buzzer. Bro, the buzzer beater knockout. Redeems himself after three straight losses. I yep. mean, this was the quickest I've ever seen him look. Um, and, I mean, if you just look at the punch, bro, that shit was like a one-for-all, all-for-one, just like fucking just. That's, just that, that's that shit that's when you get him the button, just right here. Yeah. Out. And I mean, literally, as he hits him, like the bell rings. Yep. It's mm-hmm. insane. Bro. <laughs> literally yeah. insane. Um, Nunez, Nunez, uh, came out looking strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, even her, like, is she, like her walk, like her walking, like, dude, she was so locked in. Like, she was about to walk straight to the ring without taking off her robe or nothing like that. They were like, hey, you gotta come back, you gotta come back. Man, <laughs> she beat the hell out of that, uh, out of Spencer, man. She beat the hell out of her. But props to Spencer, man. Props for having yeah. just the toughness, yo. I mean, like, dude, that was, she was getting worked. Yeah. So, like we said, so this is why, like, I think when we were going over it last episode where we were, like, going over it, I'm like, there's not much to talk about. Felicia Spencer's going to get her ass fucking kicked. Like, she's not she's not going to be competitive against Amanda Nunes. That being said, I did I, – I didn't say this. I should have said this, too. Um, one of the, the uh, lines was that she – the over-under on rounds for uh, the fight was two, and I was like, she's going to go over two because Felicia Spencer can take a fucking beating. She's been in, in yeah, fights before, so I thought she would maybe not go the distance, but she would make it to, I thought, at least four rounds. And it's funny. I actually saw afterwards where Joe Rogan and were like, she kind of – she, she uh, proved her toughness, but almost like – unfortunately had to prove her toughness because they were saying that they probably should have stopped the fight at like the end of round four because there it was not competitive she was just getting beat up nah. i mean like so. she would try to lock her up nunez yeah. was just throwing her on the ground like you with your little sibling or something this is, like uh, it was terrible and like i think i mentioned this before about how uh when we were having that kind of uh NBA discussion about greats and all that, like top fives and all that kind of stuff. And I was talking about how I saw Bill Russell as more of like a pioneer rather than a legend. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. That's why with Amanda Nunes, she's like a legend because Ronda Rousey is maybe a much more popular UFC female fighter. Like she's the biggest one ever or whatever. Like she was known worldwide and doing movies and all this kind of shit. Amanda Nunes is so much better of a fucking fighter than she is. I don't see no one beating her, bro. Like, she's holding two belts right now, and she's defended both. She's the first She's the first woman to ever win a, a, a fight while holding two belts, and she's straight up the first ever UFC champion to defend both belts, where she's gone in both weight classes as a champion and defended each belt. Nobody's done that shit before. Conor That's McGregor's crazy. held two belts. He didn't do that shit. And I don't – there's uh, 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 Daniel Cormier. He did that where he was a two-belt champion. He was light heavyweight and heavyweight. He didn't do that. He had a, he had a title defense against Stipe Miocic, the guy who he beat to get the heavyweight championship. He lost. He, got, he, he lost the, the heavyweight champion. So she's the first person in UFC history, male or female, to do that. So that's why she's just on, like, another level. She's oh, so yeah. far the she greatest she, female she, fighter she, in UFC history. She a G and she keep it 103, you feel me? <laughs> Good okay. way to end it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um. So, uh, speaking of title defenses, uh, boxing comes back tomorrow at 7 p.m. We're gonna have Shakur Stevenson after a three-month hiatus due to the coronavirus. Everyone knows that. I mean, exactly. where you been? Um, <laughs> he's headlining against 
Puerto Rico's Felix Caraballo. And right now we got a lot of uh, Shakur Stevenson, Floyd Mayweather um, comparisons. Um, I have a quote from uh, Stevenson, pretty much just him saying, like, I want to outdo Floyd. At 13-0 right now, I think I'm better than where Floyd was when he was 13-0. And he's just saying, Floyd was the greatest fighter of our era. I just want to be better. And um, that's, that's, uh, that's a weird some, statement uh, to say when you know yeah. that Floyd Mayweather's had 50 fights. So it's not like people yeah. were saying at 13, Floyd's the greatest fighter ever. <laughs> they were saying at, like, 49 or 48. Like that's, those, are, those are some shoes you got to fill, man. Yeah, the and, fuck. Um, I'm better than Floyd at 13 fights. It's like, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll be watching that. It also looks like he's like 14. He looks like a child. Yeah, young. He looks like a child. How old is he? He's like 22. Yeah, he looks like a fucking kid. You know, it's funny. Um, my coworker who was, um, like he looks like he doesn't have pubes yet. (laughs) Chill. (laughs) A fucking, a coworker who, uh, was a boxer and actually worked out in a boxing gym in like Norfolk or something like that. Mm -hmm. He was telling me that Shakur Stevenson was at something in the water last year. Oh, wow. And, yeah, he was out here, like, starting fights and shit. <laughs> like, what are you nah, doing? dog. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> exactly. You can't be a professional that's fighter starting bro, fights. literally. That's, like, that's a law, man. Out here no, popping shit. If, now, that's if that's somebody like tries shit. to fight you, because that's like that happened. Shit. Like, uh, there was a guy, Anthony Smith, in the UFC. Somebody broke into his house, like, wow. early this year. I'm sorry. Fucking worst decision you could possibly say, make. And it got ass. fucked up. Like horrible, horrible home invasion idea. And there was also like uh there was also a Brazilian female fighter who was like almost who somebody tried to mug and it's like, dude, wrong fucking person because she Bro. fucked him up too. Bro, have y'all ever seen the throwback clip where it's like this Russian dude's walking with his girlfriend and like yes. three guys like start cancer? Bro. Yeah. And he just like, one, two, one, two, one, two. And I'm like, yo, (laughs) work them. (laughs) Dude, he like, seriously, just busts out like the transporter, just fucking, ah, ah, ah. Fucking amazing. Amazing (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not going to be the third dude getting knocked out. I'm hitting feet, bro. I'm walking away. (laughs) I'm hitting feet, bro. Yo, he hit your girl, dog. (laughs) Sorry, but. Not me. I told him not. I didn't touch her. I said that was not Jesus. disrespectful. But yeah, no. If you if you're if people start the fight with you and you fuck them up, that's fine. But like, you can't be out here professional boxer fucking up. Exactly. It, it shows his age. You know what I'm festival? saying? Come on, young young guy, man, young guy. Look, young when guy. he grows his pubes, he's gonna grow up and not do this immature shit. Shakur Stevenson. I God, now he's gonna that. yo. Now he's uh, gonna definitely he's gonna come find me and fight me now. <laughs> this, he's gonna do that. I did not say that. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh well, i think that uh about does it for uh sports news this week it's nice that uh it's starting to ramp up again right we exactly we, we started when it was like just on the cusp of like starting up and now we're like ramping up into it we got basketball in two months we got uh ba- boxing coming back this week ufc's been back nfl from all appearances looks like it's gonna start on time College football just announced a preseason too. Not to drag oh. us along. Eight oh, game preseason. What? Damn, I didn't even know that. We could have talked about that. That like just. Came oh yeah, out. I wanted to kind of <laughs> talk about the what the NBA uh, calendar will look like, but that's gonna be too long. We're gonna we'll yeah. get into that next time. We can get into that deeper. Are you sure? Yeah, uh, we get closer to the start of that uh, weird play-in tournament. Fucking, I don't know what it is. It's fucking. Weird. <laughs> but uh, I think that about does it for us on the Geeked Up Sports Podcast. Y'all want to say anything before we wrap? 
Um, got that boxing interview coming out soon. Um, so be on tune for that. It's scheduled real soon, so Bet. should be out. Bet. Uh, yeah, so we got that coming out. Um, again, look out for all of our socials. Uh, they're going to be in the descriptions. Uh, uh, again, main Geek Up podcast for everything. Look us up on Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast. Give us the five stars. We need the five stars. We in these um, screens. So, uh, YouTube, we got the video. Watch the video. Y'all know you want to watch the video. You want to see what we look like. You want to hit associate- a like and subscribe while you're at it. You want to you want to associate a face to the the crazy opinions so you can be like yo fuck this guy and his opinions but at least i know what he looks like <laughs> you know you feel better stevenson will know what you look like oh if you ever watched her point <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh man all right but that about does it i think that's it and i think we're out peace, peace.